Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I am Eddie Closet. With me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. I'll never fall in love again. Wow, you sound just like Portishead. <laughs> I sound just like Portishead and their friend Johnny Ray from the Billy Joel song. Of course. We, we are talking about- I've been in the Portishead today. You know, I was, I had no idea what Portishead was or or what they they sounded like or the type of music that they did right yeah um so i was expecting you know another entry into the gomper kind of this is like gomper would be killed if he like went (laughs) to where portishead was being was recording their shit he just would not be able to to comprehend the sonic evocations that were happening around him he would gain five new senses and die because (laughs) he, he got lucy powers and then died that's it. He said, "I see. I, he saw everything and nothing at once, and he ceased uh, to exist." Gomper has been found dead in Phantom Blood Alley. Yeah, <laughs> that's. It was called Portishead Alley. Um, yeah, right. In the original, in the manga, it's what right. it's what they originally called it. But yeah, yeah. It's the album is named Dummy after the character from Undertale. Mm-hmm. Um, I so so like I was saying, I had no idea what to to expect from from this album. And I did enjoy what I heard. I like the sounds and and the beats. Yeah, and, for sure. And so on. But a thing I was noticing as as I was listening through it is rather than like you're you're gonna have to it was it was now that you carry me through Portishead because o- overall like it was more of like a vibes album to me. Sure, absolutely. Like it's hard to kind of pick out individual tracks and be like, yes, here's the. Tell me, tell me now what Wandering Star sounds like. I don't know if you can, you know. I I can't. I um. So my um note is it sounds kind of like a Wu Tang beat, but without kung fu samples. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they put Isaac Hayes in instead. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so they're all kind of you know um like if lo-fi hip-hop beats to like plan a heist to yeah yeah this is Um, ocean zero from the 90s with with, you know varying elements uh between them Mm -hmm. uh which i did enjoy but like i said it's hard for me to kind of individually pick out yes this is uh you know it's a fire as opposed to strangers right which are songs from this album i believe yeah, I think that, yeah, that was, yeah, that Strangers is there. Oh, yeah, that's the one that has the most evil beat of all time that I, I quite enjoy. Oh, yep, have that. <laughs> have so, that. yeah, this is what, this is what trip hop, trip hop is simply a vibe I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you a big, um, so, <laughs> are you a big Portis head? Or no, I prior to 2021, I pretty much never listened to Portis head. And then, like, mm-hmm. I was like, a lot of the upcoming album choices I had were mm-hmm. like, they were all pop punk from the year 2007. And I was like, let me look up albums from like the 1990s that I can like, I, I was, I was like, computer, show me top 50 albums of the 1990s. And I kept mm-hmm. seeing Portishead and I was mm-hmm. like, I sure would like to know what that, how to, first of all, how to pronounce it. So I, I was going to come on here and say like Portishead and that would have been fucking embarrassing. Okay. So it, so it is Portishead. It's because Portishead, that's like a place in one of Britain's like states or whatever they're called. Of, provinces. Of course, yeah. You know, they're usually called something like that. One yeah. of those. I found out recently that um, 
their like parliament has something called a shadow cabinet and like a shadow minister, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, they just they just have I don't know what they do, but they're just really called that. Yeah. Every day yeah, you log so on to Twitter and like their government did something new that was evil and also you found out that they you find out that they have something called a shadow cabinet. I do a thing I do appreciate is that rather than like you know how here they they'd come up with something and it's it's like a way to um I don't know, make all the like sewers worse. Like they're gonna put more garbage <laughs> in the sewers, but they call it like the the industrial, um, you know, garbage transplant initiative or something. Yeah. If I, I everything, all those like type of government plans in in England, they call them schemes, which I like. <laughs> That's true. They do. They're like, oh, what's what's going on with this new? <laughs> what's, uh, what's Jess's scheme? What? Yeah, but they're just called that. They have schemes and shadow ministers and shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very normal country. <laughs> it's a normal country that we love and respect. Did you know that there was a classic? I learned this from the first song on the album Dummy called Mr. Ons. Mr. Ons. The, the song is... Derived, An automator. It's derived from the Mr. Ons, which is a Martian species who are the antagonists from the classic 1967 to 68 British TV show Captain Scarlet and the Mr. Ons. Let's get a... Let's take a gander at this. This looks like the worst show I've ever seen. It looks... It like you know what this is this is one of those shows when they would do like the dubbing on whose line is it anyway like this is one of the shows yeah this is colin from. mockery is running from the mr ons yeah in the year 2068 earth receives a mysterious signal from mars you, ah. can, you can watch either 1000 hours of doctor who at random or 10 hours of captain scarlet i'm, t- I'm taking doctor who in a walk yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, it lasted for one year, so that's how you yeah. know it was really No offense good. to, like, Michael Caine if you're listening to this and you liked watching that when you were little. Yeah, sorry, but, um... But this one, like, the song is good, though, because it, it does, as you alluded to, it does send you right to 3030 Outer Space. Yeah. There's scratch... There, it's the 1990s, so you know they're scratching records. There's the mm-hmm. snare drum that we all love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, low... So, I feel like... Within the same, you know, area like this one, you're you're um, plotting like general general crimes, which is what they call me. Um, yeah, this is your you're you're gonna play you're playing Amogus on Doge One, Elon Musk Rocket coming mm-hmm. soon. So that that's that's gonna be so when Elon Musk is on. How was that? Yeah, you? sorry. Hey, we made it seven minutes into the episode. What did you think? <laughs> um, I I you know I DVR'd it. Um, I recorded it. You know, Here's TiVo. Timo. Yeah, t- t- um, folks we love it i i know that you you're very you're very busy the semester's ending and all that so you probably didn't get the chance to watch it yet but i know that through sort of just through being online and through osmosis you definitely must have picked up on some parts of it i i i saw elon musk wario yeah i figured you would have at least seen where he was wario uh-huh and um Gri- uh, alumna of fun point grimes played an, an italian version of peach Yes, famous for her Italian accent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do you know Mario, I made a pastrami. Come to my pa- come to my castle. You know what um, Elon Musk's voice sounds like now? I I I was in a voice chat with like twelve of our close personal friends, and we were mm. we let him speak for quite a bit of it, and we still I still couldn't fucking tell you. All right, well I guess we'll just never know. It was everybody in the chat was laughing so hard, and it was. It, it must have been really funny to, he, to watch. He straight up said Dogecoin like twelve or thirteen times throughout the episode. Well, yeah, when you can just do various market frauds anytime you want and be fine, right? But I mean, like, why wouldn't you? He was like on Weekend Update, but his name was like 
Belon Grusk, and he was like, "I'm I'm a character giving you fake stock advice." So that's not market manipulation. That's just so. Funny. What he says is, "You should you should buy my Doge coin, mm-hmm. which exists, which immediately did tank throughout the entire tank show. Just, just plummeted through the fucking floor. Yeah. No recovery. Pretty good. It's I'm sure there's his menchies are just full of people like." Uh, hello, Mr. Musk. Uh, my, I, I just blew my $300,000 inheritance on Dogecoin, and I was just, uh, I wanted to say that you're still epic. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank sir. You. It, it was an honor to have you tank my Dogecoin, sir. This gives Please. me a, a great chance to buy the dip and hodl. My, my Tesla just exploded. Sent from my Tesla. Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> it's getting dark. Sending this while driving. Can't wait to test out the autonomous driving feature, yeah. Mr. Musk. Thank you so much for everything you do. Your warrior impression was great. I am while my self-driving car is driving, I'm reading a news report that from earlier this week in which like the one of the people who actually does science for your company said that self-driving cars aren't real. Is that good? <laughs> Why would someone say anything like that about you, sir? How disrespectful. Thank you for everything Anyways, you do. Ah, the roadrunner has created a tunnel for me in, yeah. in this rock formation. <laughs> Well, luckily, I'm still sending you this text message, so I have yet to look out the out the window of my vehicle and note that I am hurtling off a cliff. But as uh-huh. soon as I do, I will plummet to my death. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Grimes is good though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it was. Oh, did you see Gen Z Hospital? No, I was going to ask you for the other highlights because I feel like all I know is is Wario Musk. Uh, there was one skit where it was like the old west, and like Kyle Mooney was like bleeding out from like a eighteen fifties gun style. Am attack. I supposed to know who Kyle Mooney is? He's the he did the for the Lakers video. You know, he's the guy uh, who he looks he looks he's he kind of looks like a nerd. He's the white guy who looks different from the other ones. Okay, you've seen him. He All plays right. Baby Yoda on Weekend Update, That's... and he did play Baby Yoda on Weekend Update this week. This. <laughs> And he worked Bro, out, and he had he had you, buff arms, and he was like, "Yeah, boy, I I be at the gym." You can just be saying fucking whatever right now, and I'd be like, you know, you might as well. Yeah, this is what right. this is what Beth Portis had to singing about, and we we're just not paying attention to the lyrics, so we just don't yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I hate this guy. All right. Yeah, he's pretty good. Do you want to talk about sour times? Sure. Let's let's. <laughs> Let's talk about Sour Times. A song about is. how 1994 is the worst year, <laughs> the worst year yeah. that will ever be. It'll never be worse than this. We truly mm-hmm. live in hell at the current moment, and uh, there is no escaping from it. Right. Um, let's see. All right. So, again, all, all I have are, you know, th- like, sources to pull from from other things that I know. Of course. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Um, so, again, similar to the Wu-Tang one. Um, this one, it sounds kind of like an MF Doom sample, but without cartoon characters talking. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, this was, they were just learning about what Super Nintendo Sega Genesis was, which is not MF Doom, I'm sa- now that I'm saying that out loud. Yeah. Um, but but, but it, it would be, you know, he would have uh, pull something from a cartoon from like, you know, the 1970s in like Estonia. Right. And it would just be um, it would have been a, the, a guy- the Pumukul theme. It would be the Pumukul theme, but it would be a character being like, you are the villain. And then right. <laughs> it, would, it would have been the Mandark laugh from Dexter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he'd start, he started, uh, you know, dropping some dope bars over that. Right. Um, MF Doom would have loved Super Nintendo to give myself some credit. Yeah. If, if he, <laughs> yeah. If he was allowed in our country to play it, I'm sure he would have loved. <laughs> yeah, he would have uh, loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could only play like the Soldier Boy console. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he had to import the Famicom from Japan. Right. 
great console, but you know, right. So yeah, um, this is the song that it's it's the James Bond one because it's like it's a uh, the fallacies of morning rose. It's the one that sounds like James Bond. That's, mm-hmm. And that's how James Bond sounds. Every I feel like every again not not a knock against this. It's, it's a compliment. Every one of these could be like if you had like a villain, like an evil villain in a ch- big chair, and then he like slowly turns around and does like an evil smile. Right. Like this is what um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood father is just like bumping mm-hmm. in his underground lair. Yeah, exactly. All the, but but his face is like shrouded in darkness. Like you can't tell that it's him. You're like, is that Hohenheim? I think mm-hmm. that might be Hohenheim. It looks like him. Did you notice that the genius, when you click on a page, it sucks now? They made it suck? What did they What did they do? It looks the same to me. They just, when you click on like a song, it, maybe they gave me some beta shit because I'm like a super user or something, but now they, yeah. made, they made it ugly um, when you click on an annotation. It's like no, optimized it looks, for mobile. It's ugly and I don't like it. Oh, uh, it looks the same. Yeah, you must, you must have just gotten so many um, upvotes for all of your posts there that they decided you wanted a new feature instead yeah. of... Um, the old version that I still have. Right. So now, like, when I click the verse two where she's talking about being on your damn 1994 cell phone and talking about sinful screen fantasies, mm-hmm. um, I have to click and scroll down to see somebody say, all that cheating in a sh- cheating is a sin stuff. That's just fantasies, illusions. So just bear the facts and your marriage vows. No need to lie to yourself that you believe in that. And just enjoy. Take a ride. Do things freely. Um, do you, did you see who posted this? I'm assuming the most divorced man of all time. Um, can the you user account. Oh, you can't see it. The user account is called Portishead. <laughs> oh, that was Beth. <laughs> yeah. So, um, right. Well, you heard it here first, right from the author. Yeah. Might as well. Tur- they should turn that annotation green. Damn. This is a secret. Yeah. Secret green annotations that we didn't know we had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My last note for this was the first three is about nutting, which is probably true. Yep. Um, <laughs> Oh no, verse Wait, four, you, verse four. Okay, because it starts It starts with the who am I, what and why, and I was going to ask if that was your, your post-nut clarity, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Where is she, Rachel? <laughs> Rachel, um, uh, we recorded the podcast. <laughs> no, because in verse four, it's like, scattered seeds, buried lives. It's one of the famous words you can use for it. Yeah. Um. The, oh, okay. Now we're getting into the the good genius. Now shit. you're in the shit. Yeah. Um. So so uh, Portishead, um, the the band comments here. Yeah. No, but uh, she wants to marry a person that she like, regardless of race, <laughs> sex, or color. Uh, genius user U F K C O Y U. Hmm. Trying to figure out the uh, maybe that's like an anagram or something. It's probably some like neo-Nazi dog whistle yeah. or something. Yeah. Two years ago, two years ago, the word is spelled color. Oh. Minus ten down votes. <laughs> you would think of you know it's you're on you're on the the Portis head genius. You'd think they'd be more agreeable to that. Mm-hmm. They yeah. love spelling shit with you over there. Not not listen. It's dot com. It's not dot co dot uk. So right. you know. Just know where you are. Um, this is also the point where I realized that Portishead was like a traditional band. Um, I thought it was like a producer. Like it was just someone's like stage name. Like just sure, one person. Sure, sure. You thought I, it was I like thought, Dead Mouse. Like they were, they were wearing a big yeah, chorus up there. Like I yeah. thought, he, he, here they are. It's Portishead. Right. And, and I think it's three of them though. Yeah, there, there's several of them in, in the group, which kind right, of took me by surprise. There's Beth who sings and then there's the, one of the guys who, who writes about it on Genius. Yes. <laughs> and then a drum guy. 
next up we have strangers. Um, my first note is here. Here is I bet Brooks likes this one. Yeah, dude. You uh, wouldn't. But bo- the reason the reason I give is because she sounds very far away. At the she song. sounds like she's singing through a walkie-talkie, dude. It's the perfect <laughs> song. <laughs> and it has like I. I've also now that I'm a big I'm a big trip hop head now. I'm all about of course. smoking yeah. a big ass Kush blunt with my wife mm-hmm. or whatever that post was. Mm-hmm. And listening to um Portis Head and Massive Attack and the other one. Mm-hmm. Um can, I, so sorry to interrupt, but um <laughs> when I was trying to think of other um, you know, trip trip I found out about Massive Attack that they're also part of that crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to think of one other ones and I was like, what is Jamiroquai? <laughs> <laughs> Is that yeah. trip hop? The know. ending of Napoleon Dynamite was kind of a downer. They changed the music. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, but like I always I I always thought that similarly, I always thought Massive Attack was like a pop punk 2007 band. Like I thought it yeah, was Attack exactly. Attack. Yeah. Which is I thought really, Massive like, Attack was like Motion City soundtrack. Exactly. I thought it was like <laughs> the the band that Miley Cyrus's brother does. <laughs> yeah. But no, I one one time in the before time, I was in a, a record style vinyl store, mm-hmm. and I was looking at um looking at vinyls vinyls a bit of vinyls, mm-hmm. and um they were the most evil song I had ever heard was playing, mm-hmm. and I I was like oh I got because and it was like it was uh it was changing the way that I was walking which is always the sign of a good song <laughs> yeah it's what like Tenth Avenue Freeze Out did to me back in the day Exa- exactly yeah where it puts you in a big invisible suit and like makes mm. you do David Byrne shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that song was uh, it was Black Milk by ba- by Massive Attack, very very good song, very evil beat. And this mm-hmm. one is the closest thing I have to that very evil beat that I mm-hmm. you just I can't get enough of it. So can uh, uh, that, since we're on the topic of evil songs, um, I feel like this is a different type of evil than what I'm usually. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot. we have a different so, kind of yeah. My evil is usually like a skeleton is about to pop out. I feel like, ironically, your evil is a much more biblical evil. Okay. (laughs) Like, your evil has much more, like, (laughs) biblical evil characters, like demons and skeletons and stuff. Yeah, like, like, pure primal, like... Like, your shit is just, like, it's double bass, and then it's, like, singing about, like, rising from the dead. Yeah. Uh, Mine is just more like a song that has a minor key in it. Yeah, this song song is, is just, like, malicious intent. If it's like, like if it's below 150 BPM, I'm like, this is the most evil shit I've ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. I'm listening to Regina Spector, and I'm like, this is the most this fucked is, up this evil is shit. So fucking this Sufjan guy is so evil. Yeah, <laughs> I can't deal with this right now. I'm, I'm having evil thoughts, bro. I'm becoming the Joker, and I'm listening to Hospice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, my next feeling about the song is that, like, I've never played Bioshock, but this is kind of what I imagine Bioshock would sound like if it was good. Because isn't uh, it? It's yeah. like a, it's like a, it's got that, like, that retro, it's got that, like, the Fallout orange box Xbox style where it's like, I'm, I'm a housewife in the 50s and I'm evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I so again, we're, we're tying it back together. Um, I think, I don't think that original Bioshock was, like, that bad, especially at the time. Yeah, but the jump button was, like, triangle, and I was like, I'm never playing this again. And, well, it was scary. Um, so that's kind of a negative in, in, you know, in rating it as a a work of art. But also, uh, you know, it, the, the whole thing about it, like, that, um, 
it said, Ayn Rand, what do we think about her? And then Gamer said she's good, uh, which is kind of not what the game was about. Um, Right. It's like how it's become like Disco Elysium will be like, would you like to be a communist in this game? You can if you want. Mm -hmm. Bioshock was like. What if we programmed some some Nazi shit in here? Would you like that? Yeah, would you like that? Would you the 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 new um, Elon Musk Tesla is is gonna have a, an option where you press a button and while you're getting in, like when you're installing Metal Gear Solid Four and you see Solid Snake smoking, yeah, it's dude. gonna be like while you're up downloading an update for your fucking car. Um, wow, the internet. Um, it's gonna play the thing that's like, is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? But it's gonna be wrong somehow. Like <laughs> that's gonna be playing, but it's just like highlights of like sonic green hill zone or something sure because he's epic god i can't wait to buy a tesla with money yeah dude i love my fiat currency (laughs) um i love songs from the 90s because they're all all of the songs are like about like in five years we're gonna sit in a classroom and we're gonna have robot classmates yeah um when did like when did that stop you know, like when, because I feel like even in like the the 1930s, they're like a vision of the future, and it's like the fucking a robot from the Jetsons or something. Yeah, like, like when yeah. did that? It was kind of cool being... that like we we don't have any like positive visions of the future in media anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think that's healthy and good. To it's me just personally. all terrible forever. It just gets worse. Like you, you <laughs> instead you just see a picture of like the industrial revolution, and it says like 2000, like 2143. Yeah, like all right. This is going to be sick. <laughs> now you watch Children of Men and it's like, damn, they can go outside. That's kind of nice. That's that's fantastic. Look, <laughs> look at how many of them can stand in a room together. This dude has a boat. <laughs> this rocks. <laughs> nice, man. Cool. Julianne Moore is here. <laughs> anyway. This could be sweet, like the next song. Oh, okay. It, it could be. Could be sweet. Um, yeah, and, and my first... Um, note is like this is where i was like oh so this is kind of like a vibes type type album. this is you're in, you're in the lounge with the lads yeah you've just oh, got done yeah. hitting each other with folding chairs and kissing each other on the lips and now it's time to go to the lounge and yeah, you listen and to smoked, those hi-hats i smoked up from the big uh kush blount and i forgot how to open my eyes and like this is all that that i hear right now but i'm like mm-hmm. this is this is kind of good but not in a way that i like right <laughs> because of my current environment I was, um, so, so Beth becomes, uh, smaller than any human being has ever been on this song. Mm-hmm. Cause like, she's already like sort of small when it's like, you don't get something for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's already like pretty small, but then like by verse three, like she sounds like, it sounds like the, the classic Mabim Bam Amelie joke. Great joke. Classic joke. Classic joke. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And I was I was gonna own her. I was gonna do some epic like Anthony Fantano style side eye of her, because um, she says uh, uh, you're leaving. This life ain't fair, mm-hmm. and she says it in a way that is like how we would make fun of British people. Mm-hmm. Like she says, like this love ain't fair. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it's, like it's a bit groundskeeper I- Willie with it. I was going to say that there was very uh, very few opportunities to do a Gomper-style voice on this, right. on this album. And I was going to be like, that's a very silly way to say it. But then I sat with it for a while and I was like, oh, shit. It sounds like she's also sort of saying this love affair. Ooh, that's that's our shit. That's so fun like, bingo. Yeah, that's... that's that uh, What's that one song that you like that does that? That one when evil think, song that you put on Slap City? When you think it is, but it isn't. 
Yeah, when I don't you, know. I, I, I feel like I've put a lot on there. It was a uh, oh, it was the I want it. It was the dance macabre. I think where it's like I just oh, want to be with you, you and also yeah. be with be with you. Yeah, do you but this it? is like this life ain't fair. But it's like also this love like, affair. He's an evil sorcerer. He's an evil sorcerer from the Bible. <laughs> from the Bible. <laughs> Job said, "Check this shit out." It would be so, it would be so like I would be a Mormon if like the Book of Mormon introduced Piet Pri and like warlocks. <laughs> Yeah, if, if they had the fucking what was it, the, the <laughs> Joseph, you must come to the house of the undying. What's the purple juice called? I can't think of the name. The shade of the evening. Shade of the evening. Oh, it's in- yeah. instead, of, like when you're taking communion. <laughs> yeah, do you drink that instead? Yeah, we're we're baptizing our baby in shade of the evening. Shade of the evening, and then a um a milk of the poppy afterwards to wash it down in your fucking set. Right. Just waking, waking up. Damn, these these uh, services are way too long. Let me just take a quick sip of this and right. fly on out of here. Speaking of Bible, do we yes. want to move to to the biblical side of the album? <laughs> okay, wandering, wandering star. star. Mm-hmm. Um, is question as as the the as biblical Brooks is That's this me. about Lucifer? Uh... I mean, I probably, know. yeah. That's just, that's just the, the one I, I know. I mean, cause... yeah, because it's – the thing is, like, when I hear, like, Wandering Star, I think, like, that's, like, a Mr. C moment. That sounds like some Shakespeare bullshit where it's, like, mm-hmm. you know, before Shakespeare, nobody ever had a word for, like, meteor shower. He invented yeah. that. They didn't uh-huh. know what that was until Shakespeare was like, that's a Wandering Star, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But apparently yeah, I, in Bible, Wandering Star is a bad thing because you, I feel you like flame that, out I feel your like it's some, some Paradise Lost type of shit. Right. So – uh, I, I it's bet, like a boring book yeah. that I didn't read in high school. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a guy talking about how hot the devil is for like 200 pages, but trying to be like, no, actually, God is is cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The devil is like the, the big sexy vampire woman that everybody likes on Twitter. Yeah. And and it's like in there. But also the, the, the boring regular white person that you play in yeah. Resident <laughs> Evil is cool. Yeah, is like and then oh the evil demons and Beelzebub was there with his foul beak and and haunched over in the slop and then the the morning star Satan gazed upon him with sexily with with desire in his eyes for me. You might so this is John Milton. This is to to put it in so something that we can both have a full understanding of. This is basically Paradise Lost is somebody describing Heath Ledger Joker for most of it and then saying that Christian Bale Batman is the guy who you should like. Yeah, yes, pretty much. <laughs> well, <laughs> that guy rocks. This guy is freaking epic. He said, "I wouldn't know what to do if I got it." Also, this one saved, tried to save Rachel, and he did. He said hockey pants, and it's funny. He's he's he has he did a, the Panopticon to an entire city. He's the <laughs> hero in this movie. Yeah. Um. Fucking Bane showed up and started about. like reading Kropotkin out loud, and everybody and Christian Bale was like, "Kill him." <laughs> yeah. He's evil. Um he wouldn't know what to do if he got the car. <laughs> if the minimum wage goes up, say hello to automated Wendy's. Like <laughs> Like again, this will happen when I eventually I decide to post the episode. The sure. Batman voice is even like more deep and gravelly than you th- like you think you're doing a good Batman and it's worse than that. It's like impossible to believe that they 
like this and everyone said like this movie is an all-time right. classic film it's like him and like donald trump are like the two people where like your impressions will never be quite as bad as the as the real thing yeah exactly it's just like not humanly possible to do in any way yeah um just because so so i did get um a quick email here i usually don't get these at this time but sure, um, yeah. from the good the good smile company they make the nendoroids yeah, uh, yeah figures yeah. that we like so i opened the uh you know this was the the headline one nendoroid dio brando pre-order now so this is um you know part one dio yeah regular guy name. he has the mask and all this part one dio um, was listening to portishead he was listening to, he he met them and he met he met portishead and like he was listening he was listening to the evil stranger speed as he was like destroying jonathan's dog right off <laughs> right off the bus and then um so how these work is they have the big like highlight one and then they give a list of of others um so the one directly under that so this is like second billing um, pre-order closes June 16th if you want to get in on this. Sure. Nendoroid Captain America, parentheses, Sam Wilson. So, um... Yeah, that know, is I him now. I Spoilers. Didn't show, so I don't know how, you know, how in demand the Sam Wilson, uh... I got it. The reason they, the reason they're probably doing that is because Bucky's probably already sold out. Like, it's... Yeah, Bucky, they had a Bucky run that went quickly and they don't want to, they don't want to, you know, do another one too fast. Um, so... <laughs> Um, yeah th- there is this funny picture of all the parts laid out and it looks like he's just kind of decapitated um yeah so that's cool that's what that's what um captain america does to him in winter soldier movie it's very sad all right so i guess, guess i don't have to fucking watch that now thanks Brooks. So, yeah wandering star portis head is about the bible because it's about it's, it's, yeah you know it's like those who have seen the needle's eye and that's like that's when you're talking about the rich person going mm-hmm. through it it's very hard mm-hmm. from the bible yeah like Jesus, I believe. Um, Jesus Christ said that. Yeah, Jesus said it's bad to be rich. <laughs> I yeah. love this mega church, by the way. It's epic. Yeah, bro, you're honoring me with this. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything you do for me, bro. I'm this Jesus. rocks. Another sermon on tithing. Fuck yeah, dude. Keep going. Hell yeah, let's go. That rocks. What's, what's this being used for? Are we? Are we help? Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, the last thing I'll say about Wandering Star is that the scratching on it really rules. Like, it, I was gonna say this is this is just like classic hip-hop beats to vibe to yeah like it's there's like a comment on this of like the instrumental part where like somebody's saying like i'm picking up a bit of clint eastwood gorillas on this like this must have yeah. been they must have been listening to wandering star and been like what if we what if we grabbed the record and moved it so it, it is kind of uh, like on some level i knew this but it is kind of um i don't know like really, I'm a little bit relieved to know the stupid fucking thing of any jazz song, and someone be like, "This, this gives me Persona Five vibes." Has been going on for just all the time, uh-huh. like forever. Yeah. Um, next we have "It's a Fire," which I said in my Portishead voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this one, so so the last one was, um, you know, uh, biblical Brooks, as we learned. Mm-hmm. This one has like an organ at the start. Yeah, this one like puts you in like an actual church. Yeah, I was expecting a you gotta have faith type <clears throat> thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, intro to it. I would fucking like, like, I I went to, as you know, I went to like a cool youth group with like where they play guitar, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. But like, they did not have a sick bass line. And I think, you know, mm. I learned, I learned in like ninth grade, they were like, they told us all, they were like, I know that you all love God right now. I know that. But, mm-hmm. like, if you look around, by the time you're, like, 30, three out of four of you will no longer love God. And then uh, um, then we were all like, it won't be me. It couldn't, <laughs> couldn't be me. <laughs> like, 
Ripped to three out of four of you, but I'm different. And yeah, I'm thinking about, and I think that if anything, the number might be higher based on my old youth group. Um, Where I thought you were going to take that is like, listen, you look around right now at all of us here in this room. One of you is going to have to learn to play bass. One of you is going to have to fill in (laughs) and and lay down some some funky riffs for me because I can't do this alone. Right. And you know who else can't? The Lord. He needs you to lay down. You need to just slap at the bass for him. But right like, now. if you were if you were sixteen and you were walking by a youth group and you heard like the bass of Portishead, yeah, you might check it out. I need to get into that god shit right now immediately. Yeah. Um, it, it is about you know, uh, it, saying de- desiring sal- salvation. So this go- could also be a, a ghost song, but in, in right, like a, yeah, yeah, in a yeah, Satan way. There's a nice. Um, I think <laughs> ghost is- songs are really just like. You know, church sermons, but that, but then at the end of the verse, he'll be like Lucifer, and then <laughs> kind of just sing the rest of the song. That's that's functionally Jim Morrison, also. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm, I've been tricked into liking the Doors. Yeah, he'll go on. He'll go on about whiskey bars for four or five minutes, and then he'll be like Beelzebub, and you'll be like, Damn, right. that's <laughs> you lost. You, you lost got a point me. there. You, you pulled me back in. Um. There's a nice, I think this is a, this is a Beth, um, but they were talking about the song and uh, Beth said, uh, I can remember the session really well too. Gary, the organist is, is an East Ender, a proper kind of Cockney. And, um, and then one yeah, of the how they talk. bass member, uh, uh, or band member Utley says, mm-hmm. I had a tune that, uh, had the word sneaky in it and I can't remember what it was. So I would say like, okay, a bit more sneaky, which mm-hmm. I just really, I really love that like musicians can also say shit like hey can you make this song sound a little sneakier hey is there any way we can make this a little more crispy yeah Uh, like i got you (laughs) it's nice it's it's nice to hear musicians not being like hey can you um arpeggiate the soprano on this one yeah like the way in those fucking like fake college like we need to tighten up the graphics on level four (laughs) like like that's what people think musicians are like but what musicians are actually like is can we get a little bit more ghoulish on this one? yeah beth can you get 20 percent more evil can you like yeah yeah we if it'll help we can put you in the ghost makeup if that would we can put you in the in the ghost makeup is there any way we can just crank up the ominous level we can go to party city and get you like a funny like pope costume that you can wear it's like a we can, get the, we can get the remote control spider and scare everyone in the studio uh-huh. um, and freak them out a little bit. So that should add to the the kind of, you know, fear level on the album. Yeah. We're going to have you listen to Judas by Fozzie. Yeah. And it's going to make you completely twisted. And we'll just see who you change into um, after you hear that. And then we'll continue recording from there. Yeah. Um, I will. And we've, I, you know, I'm, I'm complimentary to, um, to, to um portis and their heads mm-hmm. they do it's ah didn't age well chief the chorus does say i can't breathe through this mask yeah or did it age perfectly Ooh, perhaps the song for for our times of last year <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah actually yeah the, she does say i can't breathe through this mask like a fool yeah so maybe so it's like anti-maskers of, uh, will be like yeah really just showed your whole stance there huh portis said yeah Okay. Damn. Say no more. Um, you want to check out the Patreon? I'd like to. Dot com slash post game of thrones, where if you like, you can donate to us. At $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, which we upload on a regular schedule. Uh, you get words and deeds that I do with Brooks. That's about Metal Gear. 
Um, are you going to play Metal Gear Solid 5, or should we go our, our classic route on this one? I mean, do you we want... We don't have to do 5. We could probably do, like, portable ops or some shit. I want to play Ground Zeroes. Okay, play Ground Zeroes, and then we'll do that. That'll be its own episode. Okay, we'll do... I'll, I'll play Ground Zeroes right now. Right now. I'm holding the game no. right now, and I'm... All right. It says 10 I'll, out of 10 I'll do, IGN. I'll, I'll do the rest of the segment. Um, also, Hall Brawl that I always do with Kim and update, update on a routine... <laughs> a timely schedule the people are demanding more maggie and you've listened and you're gonna get it as soon as i hit the upload button which has just slipped my mind every day for the past two months um it's it's about jake gyllenhaal and, and maggie gyllenhaal's movies they're which one a, wins you decide a fucking ton we, of movies dude we decide ha, do you have your own um if you're a real hall brawl head create your hall brawl list on letterboxd and let us know which one is, is better hmm you know, you do. I, I did just search uh, Letterbox for Gyllenhaal lists, and mm. all the lists titled Gyllenhaal do just seem to be Jake's. All right. Well, I mean, that's why we're trying to see. Maybe, maybe this is like it's like it's like um, Gyllenhaal Moneyball, where we're trying Ooh. to find the like you know underutilized stat. Like we're trying to get value for. So maybe maybe Maggie has some. You know, Maggie's not like a power hitter, but her on base percentage is like off the charts. Yeah, know? and that's kind of the the market yeah, her, inefficiency. Her OIBDA is is rising. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Maggie's fucking Vorbis or whatever is <laughs> out of control. Um, at five dollars a month, you can request an album for us to talk about on uh, Fun Point, this podcast. Um, and uh, what else do you get? Shoutouts. Always remember those two yeah. at the end of episodes. And at $10, you get special user status in Discord, and um, we'll create a Fire Pro monster creation for you uh, for when we do those streams. And everyone loves it, and no one gets mad when Pumukul dies for real. Yeah. So. Speaking Patreon. of... Post Game of Thrones, thank you. Speaking of baseball, just real quick, did you like the video where like the old baseball guy was like, I just watched a guy celebrate a home run and I was killed by it? Yeah. That's all we have at this point. Like, nothing else is going on. The worst, um, it's literally the crack of the bat. These are the things baseball fans hate the most. Like, it is. Yes, <laughs> definitely. There is, bro, if you ever take me to a Mets game and they, they hit a dinger right to me and I catch it in my mitt, I'm going, I'm going to be so fucking mad, dude. The, th- the thing that, um, like, baseball heads get mad about the most are, um, like, guys hitting home runs and guys striking out. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> nothing can it's, be worse it's just an interminable game of singles we've we've reached the point where if, if someone lays down a bunt everyone is like well we can all agree on this yeah <laughs> at least you can find some common ground here it's the joe biden of hits mm. um anyway patreon.com slash post game thank you yeah next up we have numb which is not right. numb by family force Park. five the song about breakdancing i agree Oh, I thought I thought we were going Lincoln Park. I've become so numb. No, it's the oh no! I broke out the cardboard. Looks like I'm headed to the dance floor. That one from I, you remember I it? <laughs> yeah, it, it just slipped my mind. Um, imagine going to like a, a nightclub and bringing your own cardboard with you under your arm, just in case you're like, this is my time to yeah. To, in- know, instead of my orthopedic uh, butt pillow that I carry around yeah, with me, yeah, it's my it's my orthopedic breakdancing cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where we so we went to church. And now it's like it's Sunday at 1 p.m. and you can go back to being evil and like scurrying yeah, this, around the this alleys. This song is, is quite evil. Yeah. Uh, it sounds a bit haunted. <laughs> my <laughs> my actual note says, um, I'll just read it in my normal voice. Yeah, yeah This yeah. one sounds a bit haunted, isn't it, mate? 
<laughs> so that's what yeah, I'm here. There's mm-hmm. um so there's a there's a quote from Utley, a member mm-hmm. of Mr. Head from the band. Mm-hmm. Um says, uh, I I remember being really into the song and taking it on cassette to a session that I did with Paul Rogers and Jeff Beck, and they super did not get it. They said that the snare drum sounds like a tin can. I was like, yeah, wicked, it does. <laughs> <laughs> they get it. So it kind of does, but it works for this song. Yeah, you put it you put anything through the Are You Gonna Be My Girl Jet filter and it sounds good. Even a mm. snare drum. Yeah. One, as we know, one of the the greatest songs of all time. Jet, yeah, are you yeah, gonna yeah. be my girl? Yeah, we all love um, that song. Critically acclaimed song. We can all agree on one thing, and it's that we all like that song. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like it. I do remember being, however, years old when I was when that came out, like a child, and I'd be like, "This is rock and roll." Yeah, like, it, it pass me the the rock band microphone. I've got yeah. this. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. I will not simply vocalize at different pitches. I will sing the words out loud. Yeah, I definitely say the exact words in the song. Um, I'm 13, and I will say she's so sweet with her get back stare. <laughs> we all know what this means. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, yeah, my my shit here is just it's haunted. So yeah, pretty much. There's a scene. Um, I'm a cinephile now. I don't know if you heard. Um, oh yeah, of course. There's this uh, there's this movie called Under the Skin where it's it's like a, a spooky horror movie where it's like what if Scarlett Johansson was an alien and she went around trying to like fuck men, whoa, <laughs> like, but like in an alien Spook way and then they died. That's fucking scary, dude. It's uh, it's it's a pretty good movie and like any any time that like the like killing scene happens, there's this like freaking freaking sweet like track that plays. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of the most like evil string violin songs I've ever heard in my life, and it reminds me of Numbness Song. Okay, so that's good. So if um, any, there's any big Johansson heads out there, when you're about to be killed by Scarlett Johansson, please think of this song. Yeah, you want to go to Rhodes? Uh, let's go to Rhodes. It's it's about it's about the left side because that's what that's what they be, that's the what they're doing side, over there. They drive on they drive on the other side. So fucking funny um, when they do that, dude. I I I think um, not to put. Um, Kim on Bless. Again, just tremendous mind on Kim. We were talking about, like, like if you had a dream car, like, what would your dream car be? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want a fucking, like, Ferrari or something. Like, I would want something that was kind of cool, but, like, you know, um, that I could have fun with. So I was like, oh, I, I, I played a lot of Gran Turismo with my dad when I was a kid. Absolutely. I was like, I'd, prob- I'd probably get, like, a classic GTR or something, you know, like, something like that. Really cool. Like, a performance sure, you know, Japanese yeah, yeah, vehicle. Yeah. And I showed it to her and she looked at it and I thought she was going to be like, oh, this looks ugly. This is from like the 90s. It looks like a like a box. And she looked at Classic it. Classic Kim thing that she yeah, would say. She said, she said, but the wheel is on the other side. How would you be able to drive it? <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. I'll manage. Yeah, you so, got it. Shout out to Kim for that one. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Mm. Um, so this one is my first note is this one's a vibe. Don't know what it's about, though. Yeah, couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about it's, this They one got a Wardify, and it's an impossibly high register that I can't even do an impression of, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. try. Sounds good, though. Um, the, one, the one thing I'll say about the song is that um, we give a lot of grief to Genius users on the show. We we like to have a little laugh at, you know, ignorant fools who, who go on websites and fill things out. Mm-hmm. But you know that you're listening to, like, a real genius intelligence album mm-hmm. for mensa 
people mm-hmm. when when like you click the genius for the chorus of the song roads by portishead and they cite they have like a full quote citation from the postmodern turn and it's okay the discontentment yep. expressed here can be attributed to the postmodern condition and then they just go into a fucking Stephen best quote The postmodern turn has challenged and uprooted entrenched norms, practices, theories, and ways of seeing, resulting in fragmentation, instability, indeterminacy, and uncertainty. Hell yeah, that's what Portis had meant, dude. Yeah. And now, now minus five though. (laughs) They did get minus five, and user Hectork did say utter claptrap underneath. Okay, uh, genius user Vod's belt did mark this as a stretch eight months ago. Yeah, the modernists are shaking. Yeah, (laughs) I do like that. This is like uh, that's again that's another. Um, like certified genius, um, you know, classic is when you go to an album released in like 1994 or whatever, and someone just commented on it eight months ago. Yeah, telling someone else that their their comment is a and bit of a stretch. They're like, "This is a reference to Obamacare. This album came yeah. out in 1986." <laughs> yeah, MF Doom said he was listening to this when he played his Famicom Entertainment System. So. <laughs> Anyways, um, Lelem230 uh, in, in their description of Rhodes says, This song is a brilliant description of sadness. 33 upvotes. Can't argue with that one. Okay, yeah, sometimes you just... And then, I'm not... D- Daniel commented a kind of whole... Daniel went off a bit. Daniel posted his soliloquy, which got 30 upvotes. I'm not going to read all that. Yeah, um, not, yeah, that's... Whoa, partner. Yeah, <laughs> you expect me to read all that hogwash? Uh, no, not you? I'm not. Um, let's, let's go see. to Pedestal. Yeah, everyone, everyone seems to like it. Um no no negatives other than the uh, postmodern <laughs> kind of interpretation yeah, this, of it. So. This post was made by post-structuralist gang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oppressed once again. Yeah. Beth Portishead, explain to me Deleuze right now. Right now. Fuck you. Explain Deleuze <laughs> to me right now. Anyway. Um we have pedestal. Mm-hmm. So I have I have two up front. Two Is it the way she says miracle? How does she? How does she say miracle? It's a completely new. It's a voice that nobody's ever used before. It's. It sounds like a Homestar Runner character. It's like miracle. (laughs) But it's like it's. It's like she's just like. How can I believe this miracle? Uh, So thank you for pointing that out to me because I missed it on my first. Sure, sure, sure. Listen through. Uh, One is I. You got some crunchy ass drums on this one. Yeah, dude. Again, that's that's the kind of expert way to describe them. Is it's crunchy. Um, Also. Only took us nine songs, nine tracks. He finally got a trumpet. That's true. It's ska so, now. I was looking forward. There is, you know, this this ska revival going on right now. <laughs> finally, zeroth wave ska. Zero, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so happy that Portis Head was leading the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the famous inventor of ska, Portis Head. <laughs> They've done it again, folks. Mm-hmm. They can't keep getting away with it. Mm. The Elvis of ska. Yep. <laughs> so apparently. You know about bass instrument. Sure. Because apparently, when you look at what the artists have said about this song, when you fuck with the frets, it destroys the guitar. And this song is about sometimes you do crimes to the frets of your bass and ruin it. I I guess that's true, but kind of in the the sense that if you, you know, destroy any instrument, you will fuck it up at some point. Right. I took I took the skin off my drum and I couldn't play it anymore. Yeah, it, it didn't work the way the way it used to. But that's what gives it its soul. Apparently, when bass player Barrow of Portishead was like coming up in the eighties, mm. they went into a recording session and somebody asked, "Like, do you have a fretless bass?" So okay, then they just is, they that... just pulled all the frets out. 
Okay, now, okay, so fretless bass is something that exists, and it has a different, like, type of, of, so basically, you know, you know, like, when you play your Guitar Hero on, on the frets? Yes, yes, You yes. know, like, imagine if there was no, like, little kind of bar between each one, and it was just okay. kind of a smooth surface, and it just right, has a right, different right. kind of sound than it's, the standard. It's a spectrum of buttons instead of, like, five discrete buttons. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Thank you, I learned something about the bass so that, instrument. So that's a fretless bass. Okay, it wasn't just like, hey, I brought my guitar, and then they were like, do you have a ukulele? And I pushed the guitar okay. very close I'll together until fret, it was only... A fretless bass has a bit of a, a warmer tone. I don't know if that's right, but I'm going to say it, so... Yeah, um, I think that's true. I agree. Yeah, thank you so this. much. I just learned about it, but I, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Can we talk about Biscuit? Let's talk about Biscuit. Uh, this is in when they um, imported this, this album to America, they changed the name to Cookie, so... That's a little. <laughs> oh, that's so, bro. I've for the last three months, I've been imagining like a a Bob Evans style biscuit. No, it's about a, like a Cracker Oreo Barrel cookie. biscuit. Yeah, but this is about a Chips Ahoy or fries, yeah. fries Ahoy is what they would call it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing I like more than eating my fries Ahoy <laughs> biscuit. Listening to my it's Gumper's favorite meal. Yeah. Um. So this this one starts with like you you know we're big fans of the underwater robot voice. Yes. On this this spot this podcast. This one starts with kind of like a distant monster voice. Yeah. <laughs> this one is like Cloverfields on the track. Yeah, like you see the waveform of it and you're like, what is this creature? Right. We can and it's, identify it's, it. They had to do because as as we've talked about, this song is in the hell slot for fun mm-hmm. point, where it's like second mm-hmm. to last. And it's yeah. also dangerous because it's the horny one. So, like, you got it. It's like it has a lot of things working against it. So they had to put a monster in it to to keep mm-hmm. our attention. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime there, there's a song that it says, like, here where it says, like, slave of sensation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, that's way hornier than if it was just, like, look at my butthole. Yeah, if it was just, like, busting a nut. Yeah, if I was, like, I'm going to, I'm going to blast my pants like <laughs> this is way over the top horny than that yeah like, if you start talking about like sensory shit like that's mm-hmm. that's illegal yeah um in my in my point of view what's your favorite johnny ray song i i don't know what's my, what's my favorite johnny ray song? i didn't like i literally i i only knew this man from the billy joel song and i didn't i just knew that he was around in the 60s because of the song like I I know that he was friends with Joe DiMaggio, according to the song. Yeah, of course. Yeah, this I just went to this guy's genius page. Yeah, he has a fucking song called "Walking My Baby Back Home." Yeah, dude. They don't. They didn't know. They didn't know how to make music yet. They were. It's like how. It's like how if you go back and I'm a cinephile now. It's like if you go back to like the the 1919 like Soviet films. It's just like. It's just like a guy like looking at a child and then picking it up and putting it down. And then like mm-hmm. that's and then it says Finn in the Soviet the th- way. The three the three levels of horny in, in songs level like lowest level. I'm about to bust a nut like that's the lowest. Number yeah. two is when I feel sensual desire. And number one is walking my baby back <laughs> when, home. When it's, when it's the big bopper calling his girlfriend and being like, whoa there, baby. That's the, that's the You've apex level. my number. Like, oh, God. It's, you know what's oh, no, going he's, on there. He's invented the ring back tone. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. I went to just, uh, you know, 
the album Just Walking in the Rain by Johnny Ray, and half of these tracks are all in all caps, so you know some boomer was like, I gotta get some Johnny Ray respect on this website. Uh-huh. Yeah, he he was causing trouble in the Suez um, mm. with with J- Billy Joel. I didn't even know he was a singer. <laughs> yep, I didn't even know he existed until you just told me about him. I, right when it comes to those kinds of people, I know all of I know Elvis, and I know the the, the two of the four guys who died in the plane crash that Buddy mm-hmm. Holly was on, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Big Bopper, who was probably doing the voice as the plane went down. Very sad. Who I, who, who I also all know from the only versions of them I know is like I know. <laughs> Elvis exists because Jack White played him in Dewey Cox. Like, that's <laughs> right. my vision of Elvis. I still, to, like, when I think of, like, the most, like, evil picks I can make for Fun Point, like, someday when I make you listen to an Elvis Presley album, I think you're gonna, I think we're just gonna do anime two weeks in a row. I, <laughs> I think I do remember as a kid, like, at some relative's house, and I was like, well, they had, like, a fucking Elvis vinyl, and I'm like, well, Elvis is famous, I guess I should listen to Elvis, and, like, 35 seconds in, I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> Listen, he's got some. His comeback tour, he had some good. I, I oh, listen. I disagree with the man in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But you, you must admit, he did die on the toilet while eating that sandwich. <laughs> it's so aspirational in that specific way. Exactly. Yeah, you, you can't take that away from him. Yeah, he did. He did give like a million hotels like advertising gimmicks for the next hundred years. Where it's like, I don't know. Elvis drove by here one night. Yeah, he was here, and he said he said something. He said, "Oh, uh, we still don't know what it was." This way, but he did say some words here. So, home of when Elvis said that. Yeah, this is where Elvis bought the Richard Nixon gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when Elvis asked to be in like the CIA or whatever, and Richard Nixon said yes. In a lot of ways, I feel like El- Elvis was like the first Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's just all of these half truths and lies about like and, that he would like just... that. Plus, also the sense that he was so famous that, like, you could just say some shit like that about him and you'd just be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, for he probably. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know that uh, Elvis would have been the close personal friend of Bubba the Love Sponge had he had he lived long enough. Oh, definitely. Uh, he, he'd still be calling in today, which he is because he's alive. Yeah. So. Finally, so- we have Glory Box. <laughs> I just want to tell I want to tell you before we move on from Johnny Ray. Um I was like I was thinking about Slap City this week and I was like let me go listen to the original Johnny Ray I'll never fall in love again which is like they when they don't make it slow and evil. Mm. You would not like that song, dude. It's it's sonically it's just like a guy crooning and then like the loudest like Looney Tunes trumpets you've ever heard just like awfully mixed. That sounds really funny though. It's very but if you but if you slow it down and you make it sound evil, if you like what if you like to it's it's functionally the 1950s version of like what if you took hey ya outcast and you slowed mm. it down so people listen to the fucking lyrics mm. okay now i'm thinking about it yeah so now you like uh, it let's talk about the glory box and here's my joke that's what, box, that's what that's what that's what john snow calls it all right sorry all go right, ahead thank you i don't know where it's coming from but i think someone is using some type of leaf blower or lawn mowing right you got spongebob uh, on the device in my vicinity so um if that picks up <laughs> that's why yeah anyway. speaking of uh picking up the uh, one of the best songs on the album glory box is here yep it it's it's kind of this is um i said that this sounds like um a james bond credits sequence yeah this one like, like the the guitars that hit in the chorus like it sounds like they're throwing you down a hole and like, yeah, <laughs> like a james yeah. bond villain way like, bye honey 
Yeah, like Dr. Evil is throwing you into the shark laser beam hole. Mm-hmm. They give me a reason to love you. And then like he tosses you. Yeah, when I when I listen to Glory Box Portis said I become a blues man on the yeah. bayou. And yeah, like if I was if I was like a guy who like did a show where I like reviewed music, I would say shit like the guitars are absolutely drippy on this one. Yeah, they're they're yeah, they're they've act- got that lethargic <laughs> guitar. Yeah, a, a lethargic crooning guitar plays. Yeah. Uh, it's o- as over, if Johnny Ray was in the guitar. Over haunting vocals. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's like if it was sung by the the ghost bug in Hollow Knight video game. Whoa, now you're Whoa. creeping me out. Yeah, dude. Um so I'm going to so uh, uh, there's someone in this in this group named Barrow? Barrow? Yeah. Barrow. Um and I'm going to read this in my um Paul Rudd as Paul McCartney <laughs> in the Beatles voice. <laughs> it was a really trashed record. As well, okay. Can I can I do a Paul Rudd? Sure. You sound like you're from London. That's that's a good movie. That's like the movie. The movie was okay when I watched it for the first time two weeks ago, and then Paul Rudd (laughs) said that one line, and I said, "This is a four bagger." Like this is a this is a great movie. It's better than you. It's it's better than you would think, but not as, as like. You it's better, but not as good go as you want it. it to be. Yeah, but it's, like, it is better than I thought it would be for sure. Yes. It is pretty funny. Uh, it was pretty great, funny. Great shit from Mr. Rudd in that one. Yeah. Um, let me see. So this one, this song invented feminism because it was 1994. Mm. And it was about, like, at first it's like, I'm like, I'm like very small, small baby bird, you know, that yes. kind of thing. I'm mm-hmm. so tired of playing with my my small Amelie-sized bow and, bow and arrow I just want to be a woman. And then later she becomes big and loud in like in like the feminism way and says like, uh-huh. I'm hey, hey, men, if you want to sow a little tenderness, let's do it. It's 1994, baby. Kurt Cobain is alive for part of it. Kurt, Cobain, Kurt Cobain's alive and it's never going to get better than this. So we might it's as well. Never gonna, you know. We got a budget surplus, baby. We love the yep. Clintons. Yeah, we can't get enough. We can't get enough of these people. I, I do. I I do, I do like the the one verse that's just like, it's not even like, cry now if you're a man. It's like I don't know if you want, like try it. (laughs) So what did you you said? What did you say? These were drippy guitars, and I said haunting vocals, right? Yeah. Um. So, uh, two contributors. Let's see who. Kool Aid Kale says the song tells a haunting narrative of romance and womanhood, featuring searing guitars and eerie vocals. (laughs) So. You know, we should do this professionally. We should like start a Patreon do, and like do music paid. analysis. People, people should pay us money to say things about music, and we could like do like little extra perks to like where we every month we do it, and then people like it. Yeah, like well, like like if we take requests to make com- like what do you want us to make? A and like a week, I could pick some, and you could pick some, and then we could have them pick some. Okay, that sounds really good. Let's that sounds comments. really good. Anyway, that's Portis head. That's Portis. <laughs> <laughs> this is about being a girl boss, but if you were British and evil. Yeah. <laughs> this song is about being Theresa May. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I like it. It's a good song. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not about Maggie Thatcher. I won't say that. No. I genuinely do think that uh, Beth... Sh- uh, it's about being Theresa May. She, she exemplified being a girl boss in this song. Yes, of course. Uh, what's what's for Slap City or questions? Uh, a bit of the Slap City. 
Minecraft City. Okay. Ooh. You're wait you wait till the end to crack that one open. What do you Yeah, got? I was give me a reason to crack open my watermelon LaCroix. Hmm. I, I have my classic uh pure leaf tea over here. It, unfortunately in a cup, so I didn't get to do satisfying crack of the bat. Not baseball yeah. fans hate, but um you are up first. Um, I just wanted to make sure I had to Google what do they call watermelon in Britain. Apparently they just call it watermelon. It's, it seems like the kind of word that they would just have a have a really dog shit word for. They would they would call it like my like drippy pickle, sphere. Pickle bite or something. <laughs> pickle like, bite, what? yeah. I'm like what the fuck is that? Oh, you mean watermelon Rick? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's water watermelon Richard over here. <laughs> that was uh that, that was the guy who traveled around with Catlin and looked yeah, like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, kill me and be cursed. I'm watermelon. Richard. I'm watermelon. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm gonna. I mentioned it earlier, but um, the song that introduced me to being evil and listening to trip hop and walking around like John Lennon in that picture mm-hmm. um, is "Black Milk" by uh, Massive Attack. Okay. Um, from their album that has the house theme song on it. Sorry for not picking that one. I know we got some house heads in the chat. Oh yeah. Um, I literally, I thought Teardrop by Massive Attack, I thought that was like a Skrillex song. Like, I really, truly did. But it's I was thinking you were going to say Teardrop's on my guitar. No, that would, I bet Skrillex has a remix of that. Yeah, that'd be freaking epic. Um, okay, so, um, it, it's, it's, it's funny, you just said a phrase that I, I thought you somehow hacked into my mind using, like, Instagram algorithm to see what I was going to Um... So I, I was driving in car um, the other day with Kim, and this song came up on our playlist, and I was like, damn, this 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 shit whips ass. Um, and despite me driving in a fast car, instead I will pick Give Me One Reason by Tracy Chapman. All right. So uh, that's going on Slap City. Uh, it's just good. I got to tell you, that's um that's that's an album that I've had in the in the in the wings for future albums. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, uh, Fast Car, fantastic song, but I feel like it doesn't fit the vibe of Slot City. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you know, talking about a revolution, perhaps, but, but yeah. to give me if one reason, want, come if on. If you want to become absolutely shriveled and dry SpongeBob in the middle of Slap City, throw that on. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like uh, like Black Milk, it's a, it's a little uh, down-tempo, drippy guitars mm-hmm. and whatnot, but it's, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. Slap City's what you make it. Exactly. Um, Let's go on to questions. If you have a question, you can send it to us at you love to hear it on Twitter. First one comes in from Nevy Sticks, friend of the show at Nickel Wolf on Twitter. This album makes me want to plan a bank heist in the mid to late nineties coffee shop. Yep. Try try and run that try and one run with that, I guess. My only other thought for a question was Sour Times voice posting Kofifi. It's true. That's pretty good. That's pretty I I can I tell you something? I haven't thought about our previous funny president in so long. Yeah, that that was Biden's that's, promise. That's exactly, and you know what? He lived up to every single expectation I had of him. So yeah, he yeah number one promise promise keeper, promise, um, the most the most progressive <laughs> platform of making me forget about Donald Trump uh-huh. we've ever seen. So. Posting Kofi, it's true. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, next, uh, from Among Pequeño to the Poles, Yanis Capovari, <laughs> friend of the show. Big renaissance for Among Pequeño lately. Among, yeah, uh, Nightmare and Era, putting it on the map again in a big way. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's, it's I popularized by Nightmare and Era. 
I listened to that episode except the parts where you were mean to me. Yeah, um, sorry. I, I, I think in the heat of the moment, I might have I might have called you some names, but I didn't mean it. I had a filter on, so it's, if so, if it says like if it has like Eddie and like 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 uh, dirt, <laughs> dirt and garbage within like the same you know sentence, it just yeah. doesn't let me hear. It, it just plays uh, CKY in that like yeah. couple of seconds. Yeah, it just <laughs> all I get is staring and then and then that's it. Yeah, like um. Portishead is from the same town Banksy is from, and Jeff Barrow wrote the music for Banksy's movie. Which of these songs makes you think about society? Uh, I'm so fucked up over Banksy Portishead Town, first of all. Bank- just the- <laughs> That's like the next Stephen King novel. <laughs> it's, I am imagining like the mist, but it is just, yeah. yeah. Banksy Portishead Town. Banksy just like coming out of the mist and being like, what if McDonald's... Uh, was your friend <laughs> you turned it upside down and it was a w but actually i turned it into an l because that's what you take when you eat there oh my god you what if his name again. was lonald mclonald <laughs> <laughs> what, wouldn't that be fucked up that would be very fucked up of you to say banksy thank you for putting that image in my mind what if you went to the mcdonald's bathroom to to fix your hair and the mirror was black Oh my god. And blood came out of it and Ben was there for Majora's Mask. For Majora's Mask, Ben was there and he said, you shouldn't have eat here. (laughs) You shouldn't have eaten that. And then I start crying because I did have the Big Mac when I knew I shouldn't have. Yeah, whom among us has not said that in a McDonald's bathroom, folks? Yep. I think probably the one that's about um, being a woman in the 90s is probably the most about society. Set on your CRT television. Being on your damn gender. Yeah, that one. Uh, that's it for this week at you love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is the point where we, uh, tell, tell everyone the next thing we're listening to. And this is, this is a Patreon mm-hmm. week, which is a new feature we just introduced for this. Yeah. Episode. I think it's a fun idea. Um, speaking of our friend, Yanis Capivari, breaking. Jury's uh, out on whether or not, uh, we like the Sixers at this point. Oh, uh, well, let me get to the email and then we'll oh, okay, cast sure, a judgment sure, sure. on that. Uh, hi, Brooks and Eddie. If you're reading this, it's time to listen to the 12th studio album Uh by Australian rock band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, (laughs) Polygon Dwanaland. That's what it's called. Polygonawana? Polygon Dwanaland. I'm off that Griffin McElroy. Elizabeth McGonawarren. Elizabeth McGonawanaland. It's a bit of a concept album. About the demise of the kingdom, settling to a new land that has dinosaurs, which develops into a new kingdom ruled by a tyrant only to crumble again. You love to hear it. What the fuck is progressive rock? According to Wikipedia, this is progressive rock. All right, I guess we're going to find out. I think you might like what progressive rock is. I think we're going to find out what progressive rock is in two weeks when we listen to King Gizzard Lizard Wizard Elizabeth McGonawar. One of the motherfuckers in this band is named Cook Craig. (laughs) Hell yes. That's what everyone in Australia is named. Uh-huh. And you know what's <laughs> fucked up is he probably pronounces it Craig. So, that's true. Yeah. That's that's like it's like the 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 way you say it is. That's how you can tell which 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 Craig, you know, yeah. lineage you come from. My favorite Paul Hogan movie is probably Cook Craig in Los Angeles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a knife, you know? Yeah, I can't I can't back you. I don't know enough about the There's Australian only one Hogan Dundee. you know about for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, this, um, uh... I'll do some research, though, for our next episode, so... Yeah. 
the only waltz in Matilda I want is the Danny DeVito from Matilda. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll do our. Ve- I know Ve- Vegemite. They have that. We'll we'll. Yeah, we'll watch the Rocket Power episode where they go um to New Zealand, and that's close enough. And we'll learn about the culture that way. Yeah, sure. Um, so that's in uh, two weeks. In one week, we have our next episode of Chance Ball, which we now started Megalobox, which mm-hmm. is about what if you were boxing, but it was a robot. It's a um, it's an if Glory Box. Mm-hmm. is a good way of saying box and also megalobox so it's it rhymes oh fantastic um two good things who, who's who's taking the patreon read this um week? Is it I, me or is I, it... i'm logged in i think i can get there all right if you don't mind yeah you can go ahead and do that because i was i was scrolling down to the convenient way that we always do this um what like they still listen i don't care take <laughs> speaking on behalf of all patreon users take 90 percent of my income just put a fucking page thing at the top rather than making me scroll to the bottom yeah it's the hardest thing i've ever had to do to read my donors please Mm -hmm. i've never struggled more in my life on anything than this um i'd like to probably say thank you to our five dollar and above patrons um who who i like to call Ziva, Weed Lord Vegeta, Walt, Vervain Brain, Valerie W, Tufster McGee, The Master DS, Fan Yu. Um, have you watched the Venom trailer yet? Uh, th- no, uh, I'm still waiting. I don't want to be spoiled. Um, so I'm waiting till you I don't want to be spoiled with how Woody Harrelson looks in it. You're gonna love it. Yeah, is he is he Carnage? Yeah, hell yes. Let's and go. He, I gotta in, watch it right now. In the post credit scene in the first one, when you when you get on that tip, you can you can enjoy him. Okay. He says there's going to be Carnage, which is the movie that I'm going to be in. And, and that's the name of his character. Yeah. character. It's like when, uh, after International Man of Mystery, um, when Dr. Evil goes in the pod, he says, there's going to be a spy who shagged me. Yeah. And then that's a thank you also to Sylvie McAvoy, Stephanie Ruff, Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah McClintock, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan Lester, Reliet, Raleigh, Paul Moran, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Matt Ribeiro. Um, Magenta Rice, Magdalene Jenny, Lauren LeBlanc, Lenini, Kay Darling, Janos Capavari, It Was a Penguin, Hecabe, Graham of Steel, Eddard Stoink, Ducky Aisha, Derek, Rapig Sword, Cybernia, Caroline Savage, Brian Randall, Black Hayate is a Very Good Boy, Big Titty Goth Tradwife, Barrier Trio, Audrey Olson, Anna Exby, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Sarah and Blair, Ryan West, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noel Williams, Matt Ribeiro, again, uh, Destry Hawk, Curse Goat, Big Flat Bunt, Antigone Progeny, Trigger Harpy, and Alex Schaup. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much. Um, that's that's it for this week. We we checked out our friends at Portis, Portis Hedge. Um, mm-hmm. Join us again in two weeks on here for the, the Gizzard guys. For Mr. The Lizard King, Jim Morrison, probably. For the Lizard and his friends, Jim Morrison. King the Rascal Giz- King, Mighty Mighty Boston's. Fucking Captain Beefheart and the Lizard Gizzard. Yeah, Trout Mask Replica, whatever. Um, that's what it's called. Yeah, come right. back for Venom 2 review. <laughs> okay, come back and watch Venom with us. Two weeks on Fun Point. Watch Venom. I had, uh, thank you. Man, I, I wish there was one slur that he didn't say in the Venom song so I could put it on Slap City. Yeah, just so close. So it's, close to It's so, so unnecessary, Marshall. Mm-hmm. It's such a good song otherwise. Very sad. Uh, um, thank you to thank you to Venom. Thank you to um, uh, uh, Tom Hardy. That's how he says it. Even thank says your you. name. He's gonna be. You're gonna watch the movie. and It's gonna be like Eddie. 
that's me. I I, I want a coney dog, and it's like what? it's funny because he's like he's like your homie. My <laughs> it's friend. Cool. I can't wait for him to. It's gonna be like one of those little like books you buy for children where it's like you're gonna have a great day, Jimmy. Uh-huh. And like whoever watches Venom gets their name said. Yeah, that must have been. It, nice that's why for... the budget was so high. <laughs> um, see you next week for Chance Fall. Two weeks for Front Point. Um, yeah. Give me some reggae. Give me some reggae. Venom is not in the MCU, by the way, just for anybody that's wondering. So, I was. so don't Thank worry. You so You'll uh, give me some reggae. Don't worry. You're going to love it. Bye. <laughs>